Yo, 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 what it do? It's your boy K Trill. And this your homie. I just watched something disturbing Free Mind Radio. And this is Trill Time, the podcast. The only podcast where stuff usually happens at this point with jokes and shit. And not right now, <laughs> nigga. What's good? <laughs> <laughs> cooler, cooler, man. How's your week been? Bruh, I hate weed junkies. <laughs> Let me just say, if you're going to be a junkie, you like a, a, a real junkie, like do some meth or something. Don't get hooked on no fucking weed, bruh. It's not even addictive. But yeah. Um, <laughs> outside that Sweetland happened Saturday when it was like a billion degrees outside. Sheesh. That shit was cool. That shit uh sold out. Niggas was raging. Niggas was wildin'. That shit was fun. And it was hot as shit. <laughs> but yeah, how you doing though? Man, cool and cooler, man. Um had the little mama's birthday. Oh yeah. So, uh, you know, you know, deep in deep in the rat casino and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just making sure rat casino is fucking Chuck E. Cheese. All right, about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been calling it the rat casino forever. Like, uh, it's like it's it's some Texas shit. Uh, like you go. I mean, it is a kids casino. <laughs> you going to the rat casino? I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, definitely a happy third birthday to my daughter, Caden. Love you as always. Happy birthday! And uh, yeah, and uh, just been cool, man. You know what I'm saying. Uh, also, um, uh, just dropped a song that we'll uh, probably play at the mid section of our podcast uh, called "Keeping Score." Um, and yeah, so but other than that, yo, let's just get it, jump into it. We got a lot to talk about. Um, you know, we missed y'all uh, this past uh, Tuesday. Mm. Uh, you know, what I'm saying, uh, but it is the one year anniversary of Trill Time the podcast. Yep, Woo! It. You know, we started this job. <laughs> started this job a year ago today. Actually, t- today was when it uh first premiered and shit. So uh definitely shout out to everybody who's been rocking with us for the entire year. I know we there's like a couple of y'all that, you know, literally, ever, yep. yeah, since episode one, you know, been fucking with us and shit. Uh my partner uh Tony Digital that you've seen over so, on Twitter and whatnot. Yeah, that nigga day faithfully one. retweeting, you know, reposting. Uh, yeah, uh, commenting. It's a it's a few more of y'all. You know what I'm saying? You know, y'all jump in here and there as well. But you know, definitely shout out to the new people. Shout out to mm-hmm. the day ones. Uh, just shout out to everybody's keeping this going. Uh, keep free and K off the pole. Um, pause. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I never was going to be. <laughs> Let's just get that straight, right? We try to keep it that way. <laughs> you mean keep free out the streets, <laughs> keep free from playing video games for the rest of his life, like shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is the one year anniversary of shit, so. Hey, happy Good anniversary, shit. my nigga. You know what I'm saying? We ain't about to... <laughs> it's our anniversary. But yeah, man, it's anniversary. been a dope year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I carried away my man. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're looking forward to giving y'all uh, more, much more, and like I said, appreciate y'all fucking with us because uh, we can't do this without y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, and on uh, on that note as well, anything else you want? Uh, shout out to Periscope for still banning it. No, no, I actually found out. Um, I'm good now because oh. I, I and and I'm gonna explain to you a little bit later on in the podcast. Hey, uh, congratulations uh, yeah, to Periscope! <laughs> you did the right thing. We back. You, you did right. 
like Spike Lee. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I recently found out we was back up, like, I think like day before yesterday. So actually, yeah. I will say something real quick though. Yeah. For all the people that really did like fuck with us this whole year, I don't know none of y'all personally. Never know none of y'all, you know, till the show, you know, because I know how difficult it is to like get people to do that shit, and y'all just did it on your own. I really just want to give another special thanks because between like telling people about this shit between friends and family, and yeah. this is for anyone who's looking to start anything too, yo. It's really important to find your fan base. It won't be your friends and your family. Yeah. So to have some people that actually gravitated towards us and just clicked and fuck with it and sharing it and commenting and whatever, like, yo, appreciate y'all. That's love because who knows? I might not even kept this going if wasn't nobody fucking paying attention to this shit. I'd be like, man, fuck this. Fuck my friends. Fuck my family. Fuck everybody, yeah. nigga. Fuck Kate, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's the that's like one of the hard parts uh, that like that you find out like you know when you when you're actually doing stuff it's like the people closest to you dog it's like them not gonna be your supporters because a lot of times mm-hmm. you know they're you know they're doing their own shit you know yeah. what i'm saying especially like the people we fuck with you know we fuck with mo- mostly artists and shit like that so they're they're trying to get their own shit up you know they got a bunch of shit that yeah but doing. it ain't all them so fuck it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know i understand be- those yeah, it'd be, it be people, you know what I'm saying, like you say, ain't never, you ain't never came in contact with total strangers, like, they'll love you like brothers and sisters and shit, so. Right, we do this for y'all. Yeah, definitely. Shout love out y'all. to y'all, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. let's, let's give them what we normally do. You dig? Let's Pause. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, just, uh, we're gonna get some sad shit out the way real fast. Um, uh, 11-year-old Karan Brown, uh, it, I believe it was in uh, in DC. I, yeah. I forget what. It's off of Alabama and um. South, so southeast. Yeah, it's in southeast, right around the corner from my PR. Shout out Secret and Joey. You know, it was literally right around the corner from there. I was around the corner from that shit. And that like fucking, a couple hours before that shit happened. Yeah, that fucking gas station is just notoriously like fucking janky. Like, yeah, right. If you don't go there, if you don't got no business over I, there, I'll say this. Any southeast gas station. Yeah, no I was just there one early. <laughs> Nigga asked me, "Yo, I need to get blah blah. So we get uh, you got any change?" I was like, "Yo, I give you two dollars, man. You think you can do three? Nigga, I can now do shit. I can do two dollars. <laughs> what? I can do two dollars. Niggas be the most beggingest, then salty when you tell them no ass niggas ever. Yo, I go get a. Just I don't even say go get a fucking job. Just go get some money, bro. You know." <laughs> Niggas be in fucking new... F- I remember the last time a nigga asked me for some change that wasn't, like, a uh, crackhead or some shit like that. Like, the nigga had on the new phones and shit. I was like, nigga... Yeah, because yeah, niggas be asking for money for stupid shit like roll-ups. Yeah. Like, yo, like, you got a dollar. Like, you, you smoke cigs. Well, you got a dollar, so I can buy cigs. Fuck no, I don't want you dying, nigga. <laughs> I hate when they just. I hate their approach. Like, hey, big homie, no, no, no. I'm not you. No, you don't know me. Like, <laughs> no, trying to big up a nigga. Like, shut the fuck up. But anyway, though, yeah, most definitely. Um, yeah, our definitely our condolences, condolences man, before yeah. we get into a whole bunch of jokes. Condolences and definitely. Uh, I know people be trying to find other words for rest in peace. I be trying to too, but it's yeah. kind of hard to say celebrate in peace when you took a child's life so fucking early. And for what it sound like, they meant to do this shit. Yeah, uh, supposedly, uh, for what I keep hearing, uh, uh, some young boys was getting into a fight. Um, the one of the, the eleven year old uh, Karan, I, from what I hear, Karan was winning the fight. Um, the the boy who he was winning the fight against, his father. 
uh, was there. And the father was the one who, uh, I, I believe they said he assaulted him, him first and then doubled back around when um, somebody tried to put Quran in their car and shot him. Uh, so that's what I'm hearing. You know, don't take these as facts. It's just, you know, DMV rumor shit, you know. Yeah, God, um, yeah, no, they hadn't completely, like, solved this case. Yeah, not at, I, I believe they did pick up somebody, though, uh, today. Um, so we're going to see, you know, what develops from that. That's uh, but, worse than an adult fighting a kid. Yeah, but that's that, what happened. That was just some sucker shit, dog. Like, you, come on, man. The little boy 11, you, you, let your son catch that fade. You know what I'm saying? Mm, like, let him grow up and learn. Like, yo, because realize the area is starting to go back to fist instead of shooting. For is. real, for real. Niggas, niggas is even going as far as I've seen, not even just here, but all around the United States where niggas have started putting on gloves and, and just squaring up. And niggas will stand around and protect the area and make sure don't nobody do no janky shit. Yep. And they'll even make sure the nigga don't go to him and completely put a nigga in a coma. They'll be like, all right, you knocked him out. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know? Yeah. So. That's a good thing. So for someone in a, a, a position of responsibility and influence, just be coming out and be like, yo, I'm going to shoot this nigga. Nigga, the air is actually doing pretty good at keeping that shit out now. Like, don't do that. <laughs> nigga, that's some sucking shit. Like, yeah, no, no adult should be getting in no child fight, period. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, let your son catch that L, you know, like he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you... It's a, it's you know, you build up a character that way, like you, like you can't, you can't win every motherfucking fight. You know, nah. like I will find somebody who whoop your ass. Oh yeah, out of the out of the handful of fights I've been in, yeah, you you gonna take a L or two. You know what I'm saying? And depending on how you look at it, you, you might not never take an L. But you know, uh, you, you just gotta you gotta go through those kind of experiences. Like I said, as a character builder. Um, you know, you it's one of the things you look back on and be like, oh, damn, I remember I got my ass beat by this nigga in the hood, and you know, you did a lot of times you you build a a a relationship with with motherfuckers that you get in fights with. Like I don't, like yeah. I, I remember one of, one of my best friends, like that I still talk to to this day. We started off getting into a fight because you know it was like, oh, just you know, it was some literally some grade school shit. Oh, I heard you don't like me or you know some stupid shit. We fake fist fighting, whatever, all that mm-hmm. shit, whatever. But yeah, man, we fucking best friends and shit like to this day, you know what I'm saying? So, That's how I be. Yeah, so you don't get that kind of experience, you know what I'm saying? And 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 it was just some sucker shit. I don't, I don't respect nothing about the, the gentleman that did that shit. Uh, I hope you get everything that's coming to you. Cause, oh, yeah. Um, there's a lot's going to be coming to you, too, once yeah. niggas heard what you did. Oh, oh, you're a child murderer. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Awesome. <laughs> that's going to do well in jail. Yep. Um, hey, look, you got a booty hole, right? Check this out. This is my dick. You gonna bend over? Like, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Dude, that's that shit, fucked up. That should uh. remind me of that uh, that scene where, like, Chris Tucker was talking to Faze All Love, and the nigga just kept unbuttoning his pants the whole time. Like, yeah, man. Like, nigga kept touching him, like, yeah, man. But, uh, uh, you know, what you doing? Like, <laughs> um, but, yeah, man. Uh, condolences to the family. You know, I definitely hope that, uh, uh, you know, this shit. You know, something good comes out of this. You know, uh, whether it be, um, I don't know, but just, I just, I just really, I just really, it's a really sad situation. I just really hope that uh, uh, everybody's doing okay. Um, and yeah, we're gonna keep this pushing. I'm sorry mm. for you guys. The loss definitely, man. That's that's, that's some, <laughs> yeah. that's some yeah. sucker shit like, once again. Um, also, uh, speaking of fighting, uh, Future's bodyguard uh, just got knocked out on video. Yes, he did, and there's some sucker shit, too. 
Because the nigga did hit him, ran up behind him, and did the shit. But yeah. there really ain't much context to go off of this junk. Um, if you should put up like a little response, but let me, I guess, give some context uh, for people who haven't seen the video. So the video pretty much starts with some, there's in the UK, right? Yeah. Look like it's about three dudes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, the white dude just walked up behind his bodyguard and snuck hit him, him. Yeah. snuck him. And what sucks is because, like, you know, they say the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Yeah, he fell hard as fuck. He did. And you can see when he got up, it almost looked like he got skin, like, hanging off of his face from falling, you know? And then he got him good, nigga bleeding and shit. He busting him open and shit. Uh, but then you see Future, like, away, just kind of, like, walking and not even looking at the situation. Um, yeah. Now that I think about it, in Future's defense, that nigga was way the fuck across the street when, yeah. when, when it would happen. But other thing I'll say, too, is, all right, considering ASAP Rocky's situation, yeah. he got stalked by people that were pretty much assaulting him before he assaulted them. Right. So thinking of that think, and the yeah, fact he that he in the UK, Future, one of them niggas that is real, I won't say paranoid, but he's extremely cautious about the things he do because he's been through shit. Right. You know, so just like reading a little post he put up where he said, you know, Niggas was asking to suck his dick for an autograph. He said no. They started uh doing shit and they edited the video and he never seen anything, which in my mind I'm like, how do you know they edited the video if you ain't seen nothing? Mm. But he might be talking about they didn't put the beginning of the video in there, you know? Mm. That might be what he meant. But yeah, considering the ASAP Rocky situation, he might have just been literally trying to not see anything and stay furthest away. Yeah. Also, seen somebody said something about the fact that uh, um, God said it to you earlier. That's why we shouldn't be doing that shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that um, oh, that's what he pays him for. Right. Win or lose is what he pay him for. And when or lose, he did his job. Cause yeah, it's like a stunt man. Like you, you, if you're a stunt man and you do a stunt, you break your arm, nigga. Like nigga, I paid you to break your arm, nigga. Like it's, yep. you're a stunt man. It's like, just that before the video even start, niggas missing the shoot. So something happened before the video started. I would kind of want to know what it is. Yeah, but that's pretty much where we at with it so far. You know, ain't really nothing else out. Yeah, cause uh, yeah, from the video I did see, like I said, I, I this future was way the fuck across the street. Way the um, fuck. Uh, sitting in a whole booth no boy so <laughs> i could see how you know i don't know maybe you know the uh something happened and then like he walked away and maybe the bodyguard wasn't walking fast enough or maybe he yeah. the bodyguard did something and you know then he was walking towards future because he's walking to towards future mm -hmm. uh when he got snuck uh but like i said future was way the fuck on the i don't know if it was like cross street or whatever the, but he he wasn't close nah. he wasn't really close to the <laughs> nigga so uh, but I definitely think that, you know, he, he, uh, when some shit like that happens and then you think about all the shit, like you saying, uh, with happening with ASAP Rocky, like you definitely got to think about that because you basically been shown that, Hey, there's no really protection for rappers and shit, um, abroad. Nah. And I remember, I, I think I even told you this story. Uh, one of my, uh, one of the people that I, uh, grew up like listening to their music and stuff like that, um, in college or whatever, uh, There's this group called Chop Shop and shit. I don't know if you remember Chop Shop Cartel shit from oh, PG. Nah. But uh, one of the members, they got stabbed in the UK. Yeah, they went over there to go do a show. They had just, you know, got their, you know, they was on the up and up. So, you know, they went to the overseas joint. Uh, one of the members got stabbed up uh, in in the UK. So, yeah, because they ain't allowed to have guns and all that shit. So, niggas right. be stabbing. Come stab out clubs happy. and shit. Yeah. All kind of dumb, big, dumb <laughs> shit. So, 
um, yeah, just with that being said, real fast, you know, just uh, um, like I said, there's no you basically been shown there's no protection for rappers. So for you to get into an altercation with these people is not going to do you no good the whole nah, way around. Like not you, out the country. Yeah, you just got to make sure that you have, I guess, enough security. Like, I guess you can't roll around with just one motherfucker nowadays. You got to be like Safari. If you've seen that video, mm-hmm. him recently walk around with security with fucking... I don't even think that was an M16. That was something else. That did not look like... It, it was something. I don't know what yeah. it was, but that shit was big. And then it's like, damn, <laughs> like, you're a rapper and shit, so you can't really walk around with police, especially when you're talking, you know, about fucking police and half your songs and shit. So it's like, damn, like, what do you do? Like, niggas knocking out my bodyguards. I can't roll around police. Like, what the fuck y'all want me to do? And I can't retaliate either. Like, yeah. y'all putting me in quite a, a spot. So. <laughs> right. But, yeah, man. Speaking of quite a spot, nah. you dig? <laughs> uh, good segue. Uh, Tay K is um, uh, just got sentenced to, or not? He didn't get sentenced. I'm sorry. He just got found guilty of murder. Yep. Now that's the first murder charge. He's actually, you know, um, there's two, so he actually has to do this again for another the one. one. That they found afterwards, right? Did they say it was older and linked them to or something like that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, something right, like that. Because I had to refresh myself. I'm like, wait, two murders? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you, it's a double. He's he's doing a double. He, uh, he's looking at court for a double murder and shit. So, uh-huh. um, uh, yeah, so he went to, to court for this first one. Um, he'll have to go to court again uh, pretty soon uh, for the second one. Uh, but he has been found guilty. Uh, so he's looking at five to ninety nine years in prison for that uh, count. Um, it's just sad, man. <laughs> it sad. is. I seen a meme that said TK is the first rapper to have a number one hit that he'll never get to perform uh, ever. It'll. It's a number one hit that'll never be performed. Well, nigga, what ha- What look what happens when you do a song while you're on the run? <laughs> yep. But um, who knows though? Because one. I mean, like you said, he they just found him guilty of it. Who knows what they're gonna give him? Yeah. There was a video too of him breaking down and crying in the interrogation room yeah, I too. Saw that. So who knows what he told him, you know, if he told him anything. I know his lawyers were saying that for that first well, the first murder, the one they was looking for him for, he didn't know that he murdered someone till after the murder happened, like it was a boss robbery and they thought Okay. They were trying to pull the whole he didn't know the nigga died card, but right. kind of sucks like when you make a when you make a song called The Race saying while you, that while you're, you're running. On the run. <laughs> yeah. So either way though, like you still don't like to see nobody get locked the fuck up, you know, like that. Like that shit's just not cool. So, you know, definitely prayers out to him because he young as shit. He had a whole bunch of success and shit. Granted, I think the success came from him being on the run. And it's a song about him being on the run while he was on the run, you know. But he was bubbling before the song. That I'm which hip, is the crazy part. That song blew the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, you know? Yeah, oh, definitely. And definitely. who's to say that he would have had a song that blew up to that stature unless he was in that situation and talking about it? Right. You know, downsides of rapping about what you uh what you live and shit like that. But yeah, man, like prayers out to take K too, cause that's tough. Facing five to ninety nine years, like you see the court pictures, that nigga look heated. Like, he's just like, fuck. <laughs> like, I don't think I'm going to be able to get myself out of this shit. Like, and I feel him on that. And I'm like, prayers, because that's tough. Yeah. Whether you made a mistake or not, yo, like, that's tough. Damn, bro. <laughs> 
Um, speaking of mistakes, uh, <laughs> Bow Wow was recently uh, <laughs> in the motherfucking <laughs> club, uh, wilding the fuck out. Right. Um, he was performing uh, his song uh, "Like You," uh, which features his ex girlfriend uh, Sierra. Uh, to which uh, he, you know, the DJ, you know, drops the song out real fast. And, yeah, you know, he pulled he, a Ray J. Yeah, he wanted to pull the Ray J and say, oh, you know, I, I hit this bitch first. Yeah, when everybody thought she was a man, I did that shit. <laughs> I, oh, my God. I was so, I was so blown that she she wasn't a man. Like, like cause, well, you know, the whole fucking, like, middle school and shit, motherfuckers like, you know that I was a man. What? Like, damn. Yeah, so you can't even you can't even fake like the joke. Next thing you know, she bitch that had two kids and she all kind of shit. Like niggas, like bro, you told me this sex ass little bitch was a man, motherfucker. Like get the fuck out of here. But but um, going back to bow wow shit, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Like come on, bro. Like he bow wow, he got got to have something to talk about him with or for or something. What it seems because every time he become unrelevant, he do something real crazy or dumb. And like Fifty Cent stripper John, which I still believe is fake. Uh, the, the fucking airplane shit with the default picture, right? The, uh, even though you know the domestic violence dispute was something that probably he couldn't really control too too much, but even still, at least that right there was something positive he made out of that because he really made that. Uh, uh, you know, men don't get enough ire credit in those situations. We just get blamed for them, you know? So It's all fucked up and shit. Right. And hers ain't barely nothing. So, shout out to him for that most definitely, but this nigga be doing the, the craziest and shit just to get noticed, bro. I swear. That's that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Um, to do that, it, it was very tasteless. I feel like, uh, mm. um, you know, it's it's old. Like nigga, we yeah, like we, she married and happy. Right, right, nigga. Like, look, look at this bitch. This bitch is thriving, nigga. Yeah. With fucking Russell and shit. Like, she's not fucking thinking about your stupid ass. Right. Your stupid broke <laughs> ass. Her man just got damn near a hundred mil. Like, <laughs> like, come on, bro. What did nigga make like sixty something mil or some shit from the Seahawks? Just, come on, man. Get the fuck out. She what you not, talking about a year? Well, not not a year. Um, because his contract I, was like a hundred forty something million, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking guaranteed. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. His his contract. Yeah, he damn near got like a hundred or something for like three four years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, some so, short shit. Sh- nigga, damn near got a baseball contract. Okay, she's <laughs> not worried about your broke boy dollars that you in the you in the club getting for ten ten bands or shit every goddamn night. And that's for the stripper. You know what I'm saying? Like. Fuck out of here. Um, also, in uh, making headlines as well, Baltimore rapper and what is, I don't even know this nigga name. Damn, we didn't look it up. Uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so a Baltimore rapper made headlines for sounding British. Um, wait, which go ahead. Nah, I was about to say Kay said it is a strong Baltimore accent. Now I'll say this: I've spent dumb and ample amounts of time in Baltimore. Never have I ever heard a strong Baltimore accent sound like a British accent, you know, like, or UK accent, like, I get it, I guess it could, but, like, maybe it's because I spent too much time in Baltimore, and I barely notice a fucking accent at all, ever, when I be in Baltimore. Oh, no, I do, I notice it, Uh, it'd be like, to the 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 that's like the more more prominent like like if you like over east or some shit like that because um yeah, yeah I spent hell time in Baltimore too my my old record label was in uh Baltimore uh I'm trying to look up the gentleman's name nobody's really saying what his name is everybody's just saying Baltimore rapper Baltimore rapper 
Uh, yeah, because you got to find somebody from Baltimore. They're the ones that would give a fuck. Everyone outside of Baltimore is pressed on talking shit about Baltimore. And mm. Baltimore, niggas is missing out talking shit about Baltimore. I'm be real. Like, niggas be scared to go out of Baltimore. Like, I ain't going to say who you was. And you had a valid reason. But I was out Baltimore with someone recently. And then that nigga was talking about, you know, Baltimore make him scared or feel a little weird. But then we and booked two of the baddest bitches niggas have seen in like a minute. Baltimore got some dumb bad bitches. Oh, yeah. But they're dumb. Oh, yeah. Bad bitches. <laughs> not all of them. Saying, Don't well, fucking well, blame me. I mean, uh, chill time the podcast is not us. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, the reason why I say that, a lot of them remind me of New York bitches. They will set you up real quick. Quick. Really quick. Dumb quick, you know? And then they will act dumb about it. Like, oh, yeah, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Like, I, it's, they be fat as shit, thick as shit, look good, but you can't trust them. It be sad. <laughs> yeah, one of my uh my little first love was from Baltimore and shit. Like, my well, first Jones from Baltimore yeah, too. Yeah, man. Hey, a, hey, a Baltimore chick will love the shit out your ass too. She might rob you too though, but she'll love you too though in the process. But uh, yeah, I cheated on it. <laughs> definitely <laughs> shout out to uh she Baltimore, but but I don't know. For some of the from some of the, what I've been reading, they're saying that uh uh he's. He might he has a UK accent, but from what I hear, that's the Baltimore accent. Like my my best friend, he's from Baltimore. Shout out my partner GQ, mm-hmm. one of my one of my closest friends and shit. And that's how that nigga sounds. He don't. Oh, I've talked to GQ before. GQ don't sound British. No, but he sounds like he's from Baltimore. Which he is do, what I'm saying. but not British. The, what I'm saying is that the nigga who's rapping. Everybody says that he sounds like he's from the UK, but I don't feel so. I feel like he sounds like whole he's from time. Baltimore. I seen a video of some nigga that was in uh, in Baltimore. Mm. It was a random video, of some accident, and he was walking up on it like, "Hey, stupid ass nigga." The nigga with patches, remember patches? You know, uh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I don't remember no patches. Where the, the nigga's like, "Hey, don't disrespect me, man." The nigga uh, <laughs> who had all the little patches in his head, shit. He walked up to the nigga in the car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it's the same little uh, accent. Yeah, it is. But I'm telling you, I've never even heard another Baltimore nigga really sound like that. Yeah, for his, for his, that was, was strong OC. as shit. Yeah, his was. I feel like he was overdoing. And the that's Baltimore how I accent. feel. I was. I was like, nah. It felt like he overdoing it. Cause on top of that, he was all jokes. Even though that situation was serious, and that nigga, whoever ran into the back of that truck, was just sleeping, and he <laughs> smacked him to wake him up. And he was like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> and went right back to sleep. Yeah, that shit was uh, crazy, but I uh, definitely shout out be more. I think I'll be out there this uh, upcoming weekend Where? as well. Um, and uh, also, uh, XXX Tentacion is uh, uh, trying to rest in peace, but can't after uh, jokes from. And I, I, I wouldn't let me. No, nah, I don't look that bitch name up. All right, we're not gonna mention <laughs> the young <laughs> lady's bitch, name, though. but a young comedian uh, did a joke on Comedy Central uh, about XXX Tentacion's. Uh, uh, passing, uh, which a bunch of the internet was not for, um, including Joyner Lucas. Man, <laughs> I hate to say this, but I found the joke funny. Um, the you're not supposed to. I know you're not supposed to speak ill of the dead, but motherfuckers talk shit about Michael Jackson to to this day. Yeah, <laughs> to but this I think day. what it is is one. But, I didn't even get the joke. I, I don't know what type of commercial she talking about. Um, but what's the company she's talking about? I I don't know what company she was talking about, but 
I, I know what she was trying to do. I, I found it funny. I like I did a little chuckle when I when I because I, I, I wanted to see what everybody was up in arms about. So I was like, well, maybe it was a very uh like you know like a really really tasteless joke. So when I uh when I went to look at it, I was like, oh okay, well it's not that bad. And it was a little it was it wasn't funny. It was more amusing. Um, but like I said, you're not supposed to speak, speak ill of the dead. I I can tell you what it is. It's the fact she compared his death to a, a commercial, yeah. like saying that this nigga dying would make a great commercial. So no matter what she said, that was the premise of it, is that this nigga dying would make a good commercial. Yeah. You know? And that's really what people was up in arm about, especially since, like, it's not that the special has been put out there. Comedy Central used that clip of her special for the advertisement for whatever it is that's coming up. Yeah, they know So they niggas was like, for real... Y'all niggas actually thought that was funny enough to use it to advertise this shit? Oh, nah. Yeah, so, not, it's not a good uh, advertisement. No, it, it's <laughs> just, it is it is a very tasteless joke just off the fact that she said this nigga deaf would make a good commercial. Yeah. You know, whether it was funny or not, I'm not going to take that away from it, but I didn't get the joke, you know. I, I but, saw, I, I when I looked at it, I think I was looking at it as, as the artist's standpoint, more... Uh, Rather than the actual uh, consumer standpoint, like mm-hmm. I see what she was trying to do, and and because uh, you know there's a science behind stand up, yeah, and shit like and that. And comedy is supposed to be one of them things where you just kind of like accept, like blah blah. Right, but, you're supposed to you're supposed to say the most outlandish shit that you can basically say. Yeah, um, but it wasn't the, the the bad thing about it was it wasn't funny, which is like like I said, I found it amusing, but with a joke like that, if it's not funny. People going, uh uh-uh, uh, it's a rap. No, don't, not only don't that, talk about it. The nigga, like, is still a job, like, really being mourned over, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Like, niggas is still playing hella songs, like, including them and shit. Niggas is releasing shit. And yeah, yeah he's still being mourned. You can't do that. Yeah, and uh, with that being said, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, definitely uh, peep out this joint called Keep Him Skull. And uh, we'll be right back with you. Show time to pop.
And we back with your Trail Time of a Podcast. Yep, was good. You dig? Uh, and this is uh, the one-year anniversary of the show, you dig? So uh, uh, we are very uh, excited again, um, you know what I'm saying, to be put in this position. Uh, like we said uh, a little early in the show, thank you for everybody uh, fucking with us. Um, we love you guys. Um, and with that being said, we're going to get to uh, a few movie uh, subjects and shit, you know, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of movie shit going down. Uh, first off, I want to start off with uh, the Marvel movie lineup. Um, more like the Marvel Disney Plus lineup. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> uh, but uh, they announced that uh, this past, I don't know, what is it called? Compass Con or one of them cons? Um, SSDC or whatever, whatever them, them joints uh, be. Like 20 billion of them now. Yeah, there was even like a blurred con, which I learned about oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this recently. Um, but yeah, so they uh, announced that they're going to be releasing a slew of uh, Marvel movies uh, within this upcoming, as they call it, Phase 4. Um, within the next uh, couple of years, it's going to be a, I, I want to say like 8 to 10 uh different movies uh starting off with uh the eternals nope uh black widow black widows first uh, i could have sworn black widow comes out uh in like may or march of 20 oh yeah yeah i think you well i uh when i say starting off with the eternal i i should have i should have i should have said uh uh they were starting off with the eternals um at the at what I saw the comic con thing or whatever they're talking they started talking about that ah gotcha, gotcha. um but uh, but yeah, let's see what the actual lineup. Which which movie are you most excited to see out of this one? To be honest, the most excited I'm I am about seeing is and that's horrible grammar. Uh, <laughs> so they have a Disney Plus series coming out called What If, mm. and it's supposed to be like a a Twilight Zone for like comic book fans. Like What If, blah blah. That is not the right one. Yeah, I know. Um, this is more. Uh, it is. It's close, but it don't have all the correct names and shit. Um, because there's an actual timeline that they put up on the on the screen and shit. But yeah. Um, so it's like pretty much like uh, what if this happened or what if they didn't do this with you know uh what would happen? Mm-hmm. So it's like. Uh, fantasy scenarios and it's going to be episodes of this but like I imagine they're not going to be like concurrent episodes like where this one is what happens after the last episode type thing unless they do like maybe a special like two part something or whatever right. but it's called what if but if we're going to go with a movie I definitely got to say uh, motherfucking it's a tie between Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and uh Doctor Strange, uh, what's it called? Adventures into the Multiverse. I yeah, think is what it's like called. That just intriguing to me because he has the time stone, you know? And uh, even though it wasn't necessarily explained to him like that, he's aware of it. But we, his mentor explained it to uh, Bruce Banner and Endgame. So we actually got to uh, look into it from his mentor of how the multiverse works. When she was talking about the alternate timelines and stuff. Right. I can imagine that has something to do with a little bit of like how the multiverse works as well. So um, I want to see that or Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 the most because between them looking for Gamora and like them flashing the original Guardians of the Galaxy at the end of Volume 2, 
um, knowing that Howard the Duck is part of the original Guardians of the Galaxy, and I really just want to see Howard the Duck. I just want to see Howard the Duck. I know they showed him for a split second coming out of that portal, but I really want to see Howard the Duck. Um, that's pretty much what I'm looking forward to, but there's a lot of other great movies and shit that are coming out, too. Yeah, I think I'm more excited uh, to see uh, uh, the Loki movie, also the Blade movie, of course, uh, yes. with uh, Mahershala Ali. Now, just so niggas know, though, Blade's Phase 5. We will not see this Blade movie until all these Phase 4 movies are done. Right. And Loki, I think, is actually a, a Disney Plus series. I don't think it's going to be a movie. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. But, well, that's what I'm looking forward to most out of uh, quote-unquote Phase that's 4. That's be hilarious. Um, <laughs> like shit. Oh, because you know what? This nigga disappeared in the endgame. We don't know where he went. Yeah, that's, they're, they're saying that uh, the series will show... It's a series, you're right. Ah. Uh, will show what happens uh, to Loki uh, after Avengers Endgame. Ah, so everybody's yeah. wondering why he disappeared and all that shit, and we'll find out what happens. Not why he disappeared. He was escaping. We know that shit. He's seen that shit. was like, really? Okay, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> but yeah, like I say, it does start off with uh, Black Widow uh, mm-hmm. leading into a Disney Plus series like uh, The Yo, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I've seen somebody replace that with Clarence and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> his, his real name is Clarence. Yeah, Clarence um, got both parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then uh, followed by the Eternals, uh, yeah. Shang-Chi, the Legend Shang-Chi, of the Shang-Chi, I think, is going to be really interesting because they have to now introduce a whole nother something that people aren't aware of. Yeah. And the people that they're going to introduce in there, like uh, the Mandarin, who was in Iron Man 3, but then they found out was the fake Mandarin. Mm. This is actually going to introduce the real Mandarin, you know? Mm. Um, and a couple other characters, I think fucking... Iron Fist might pop up in one of these motherfuckers, you know? That would be dope. Um, also, we have uh, WandaVision, Doctor mm-hmm. Strange, Multiverse of Madness. That's what it is, yeah. Because uh, at first, people were saying that was going to be a Spider-Man movie. So, nah, we see that it's actually a Doctor Strange movie. But because we've seen Doctor Strange and Spider-Man get cool, who knows? Spider-Man might actually be in that motherfucker. Yeah. Even them as personal actors, you know, people, they be cool and like shit. They be... Going at each other, that shit funny. Obviously, <laughs> um, followed by uh, Hawkeye, uh, which will introduce a uh, Marvel character, Kate Bishop, to the MCU, uh, and then the wait, you said who? Kate Bishop. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, all right, bet that she'll be the focal point of that one. Uh, then they're gonna have Thor with the first female Thor, so they're gonna introduce a Who's lot of Natalie female. Portman, if you guys don't know, oh god, everybody's kind of upset about it. I, I, I'm me. It's <laughs> like. Oh, God, I feel like that shit's going to suck so bad. But it's going to be good because it's going to be some Marvel shit. But I feel like it's just going to, it's really going to let me down. It's just going to be interesting because, like, all right, that comes out before the next Guardians movie. But as you know, this nigga left Endgame with the Guardians. Yeah. So are they going to be a part of the Thor movie? Like, as we've seen, Thor movies have been pretty good for adding in other characters like uh, Ragnarok, you know, mm-hmm. had. Hulk and a couple other people, and it made it really awesome. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. And then, uh, with unknown release dates, uh, Black Panther 2, Fantastic Four, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Captain Marvel, Blade, as well as uh, they also uh, got to talk a little bit about uh, uh, the X Men, how they're going to introduce them into the MCU as well. When? Uh, at the very end of SSDC, he um, it was on the video. He came out right before he announced Blade, right? Right. He, he was, didn't say how. He just yeah, I didn't say how. That. I said he. I said that they were going to explain how the mutants uh, can, 
are integrated with the MCU. Ah, uh, okay. So, um, yeah, it, 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 yeah, he didn't say how. He was just basically saying that this it is coming. That got yeah, everybody yeah. all woo and yeah, in the audience. It's just weird because they the way that what we're looking at they missed Fantastic Four. Right. They announced them just like they announced Fantastic Four, and I'm surprised they didn't put X Men in that joint. Cause yeah, I remember that he was like, yeah, yeah. He didn't say X Men; he just said mutants. Yeah, that's why. Mutants. That's why everybody got <laughs> yeah. the little chills. And I know I did. I don't know. Like, I was oh like, yeah, shit. it's just we got to figure out where they're going to start with them. Yeah, but now that we got the multiverse, you never know. Yeah, and yeah, definitely. So they can, you know, put out a slew of different, you know, ways to go with that. How mm-hmm. the mutants integrate? I even heard a a uh, an interesting theory how they were good, they were thinking about how Thanos' snap is the reason why some of the mutants are how they are and uh, uh and 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 shit like that or whatever like how that integrates with the um with the the actual mutants like how that how, like how mutants come about was from the people that got snapped back it was it was just a theory it's not nothing of course set in stone or whatever it was like I was reading That'd up on one of those interesting uh, way to do it those Reddit posts and shit cuz I'll say this one, we already know that they're definitely not really paying attention to anything that wasn't their multiverse because Mar Marshala <laughs> Ali, which someone reminded me, was one of the protagonists in uh, Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. So obviously we Beast know Beastmaster. No, no, not Beastmaster. No, Beastmaster um, was the big was, ass Jamaican nigga. Yeah, uh, he was in the club. He was the, the he was owner of the club. Chick in yeah. the club, and he got set up. Yeah. He was like the best before Beastmaster. He yeah, was he like that it. nigga. I was, I was like, that's why I feel like that's why Luke Cage got canceled because nigga, once Mahershala knocked it out the park in season one, y'all come back with Beastmaster. Granted, Beastmaster was a high in season two. I felt like, he, mm-hmm. but niggas was hating this shit. Niggas felt like he wasn't really like Mar- on Mahershala's level. But I felt like it was still a great performance. Yeah. But there, that's there, that's why they were blaming um, the why Luke Cage wasn't picked up for the third season. I'll say this then. Could you see Ali playing the Beastmaster role? Because I nah. can't. No, 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 no. And I miss, I miss, I miss <laughs> that. No, he, he not, not good, you. He did a good job I'm not saying first you. What I'm saying is like for niggas saying that. Just since you know we brought up real quick. Yeah, nigga, I don't see him being able to be that fucking agile to do what that nigga was oh, doing. Nah, nah. That nigga was a real life fighting that nigga with Capoeira. You know? Yeah, and then it was Eddie like shit. Fuck yeah, <laughs> off of taxi. Yeah, so it's like niggas need to realize, think about some shit first before they say certain shit. Because if that is the reason that shit declined, that's fucked up. But either way, hopefully they pick up a couple of them niggas for some other shit and the new shit now, because that would be dope. Since they picked up Ali, you know. And then on top of that, thinking about the agileness, that gives them plenty of time to train this nigga so he'd be good for that movie. Because like I said, phase five, we won't see him till all this shit is over. And uh, one quick thing about uh, Mahershala's uh, um, introduction into this ver- into this section of the MCU, uh, he basically called Kevin Feige and was yes. like, "Yo, I want oh, to do this." Yep. Like he <laughs> thought, like he had a whole meeting with Cuz and everything. Because at first they were going to bring back Wesley. Wesley already um, expressed his interest. He was putting up videos on online and shit, basically showing, "Hey, I still got it" and shit like that. Um, but Marissa came in there and, you know, once you're fresh off of winning, um, Grammys and, well, uh, Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> but, but yeah, once you're fresh off of winning an Oscar, it's hard to say yeah. no. After three, six, one Oscar, I got it all fucked up. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's hard to tell a nigga that just won an Oscar. No. Um, Especially when he wants to do it. Yeah. Um, that, so that was awesome. And then he, he's already, like you said, already involved in Marvel. So it was easy yeah. to, yeah, hey, you're already on the payroll. <laughs> he's the only other nigga I could see that could fit that body type too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, he almost, he don't look like Wesley Snipes, but as far as, like, way he's put together, mm-hmm. he could throw that jacket on and it oh, yeah. looked just like Wesley. But the shades the, on and little fucked up haircut. Yeah. Here's the one thing I will say, though, that might fuck things up just a little bit. But like I said, there's plenty of time for them to train and shoot this shit as good as they need to. Mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes is an actual martial artist. So any scenes that included fighting and action, he was doing them shit. He's doing them <laughs> shits. You know, he's now you got to hire stunts. a stunts nigga and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Damn. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they Wesley had a stunt nigga too, but like Maybe. he was he was more involved with yes. the stunts. He knew uh, what was than, going on, yeah. you know, like he knew. all oh, yeah, he did. He did a bunch of the stunts, but just not all of them. Like you know, Tom Cruise just does every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he was like, oh, I'm gonna do some of them shit so motherfuckers could you know feel me. Um, but yeah, if you gonna throw a nigga through a window, get this other <laughs> <laughs> right here. Like, yeah, I Jack Chan, right? <laughs> Breaking bones and shit. Nah, I'll be. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, this is gonna be a dope lineup. I can't wait to see how they uh, introduce everything and how everything ties in together. I still need to go see uh, Spider Man. Me real, too. Real fast though, um, I recently saw uh, Child's Play, um, and damn, I forgot about that shit. How how was it? Oh man, I don't want to ruin it. I didn't you. hear anyone say anything about it, and that's why. Damn, it was, it was it was literally one part in the movie where I was like. Ah, but then oh. the rest of the movie pretty much like was. Nah, I'm very... glad you brought it up though, because I forgot we could have put this in here. You heard about the uh, the new Halloween movies that yeah. they announced, and the fact that the last one is called like Over or like something like that. Just oh, what was it called? Yeah, Halloween Dead or Done or something. Like, nah, nigga, they might kill that nigga. They just trying to kill that nigga since I was a kid. But they already bought back what's her face, you know. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. She ain't about to be here much longer. They need to hurry up and kill that nigga. No bullshit. (laughs) I thought that she got it underway with the last one. You burned it. You burned a nigga in a whole house. Like, I I, I mean, they've done everything from shot that nigga in the face and the brain to burning him to. The nigga can't. He's already (laughs) showed us time and time again. Time and time again, I gotta turn around and tell these hoes. You gotta <laughs> like, I eat really quick, or else I won't eat no. What they do? What they do? What they do? We don't know what I'm to do. We don't know what, what to, to do. do man. <laughs> like it's just sad. Like you, you literally tried everything, but uh, mm-hmm. we gotta get into this sports section, nigga, 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 nigga. I was able to see the Pac Man uh, versus Thurman fight the other night. Um, uh, just a real fast recap. Uh, uh, it was a very, f- in the first round, uh, Pacquiao knocked down Thurman, uh, which basically set up the precedent for the whole rest of the match. Uh, I basically felt like if Thurman didn't, um, knock, uh, Pac-Man out, uh, then it would go to, um, Pacquiao on points, which it did. Uh, nobody got knocked out. Um, no, I heard, uh. Thurman got knocked out early, but that was like mm-hmm. not knocked out, maybe knocked down. down. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said he got knocked down in the first. Um, he got, but and that set the precedent for the whole. Like, if it, it once you get knocked down in the first, which a lot of the boxing aficionados they always say that, oh, if you get knocked down in the first, it really don't mean shit because a lot of people are just trying to figure you out, and a lot of times you just you you know you you Joshua you, Ruiz, bingo, you're just trying to get your feet in and 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 really experience like how you know what fighting style the person's dealing with. So a lot of people. Um, uh, who get knocked down in the first round. They try not to even put that, you know, really counting towards the rest of the match. I didn't feel that way because the way he got knocked down, it was in, it was late in the first. And I also felt like um, uh, um, 
Pac-Man was going to win regardless because he threw he threw 600 punches. And the thing about Pac-Man, like Pac-Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If, if Unless we're talking a Mayweather fight. Bring up. Uh, the thing about Pac-Man, he's going to keep throwing them. He's going to keep throwing them regardless of what, what, what is. It don't matter if Pac-Man is getting his ass beat the whole match. He's going to keep throwing them. So if it doesn't look like you're the aggressor, which it always looked like Pac-Man was the aggressor, uh, then I, I always believed that Pac-Man was going to win on the points, um, which he did. Um, it was a split decision. Um, and then they went to the, the actual judge votes. Uh, they did it two to one. Of course, Pac-Man won. So uh, uh, shout out to uh, Pacquiao and shit because uh, 150 bucks. So <laughs> true. I tried to tell my, I tried to, I'm worried, uh, this nigga up at the joint, do the overnight shit. Dude, he knew like, oh, that really looking good, man. He's I was like, bro. If he doesn't get knocked out, Pacquiao's gonna win on points. It's just how it, it's just how it is, bro. Now I gotta ask you a question real quick before yeah. we move on, because I feel like my dad secretly watches this shit, so uh, or listens to it. So we was talking about something. I was trying to tell him like, nah. Let me just ask you real quick. Right. Do you think any of this will cause another Pacquiao Mayweather? Nope. Right. My exact answer. No, nah, it's, it's, right. <laughs> it's done. It's, there will not. I I put it put it on the books. Whatever you want to put it on, there will never there will not be another Pac Man. We got a better fight. chance of a Wilder Joshua fight still than a Pacquiao Mayweather. Yeah, fight. and that probably won't even happen unless that nigga go win his championships back. Yeah, uh, unless Mayweather goes broke. Um, I don't. I don't ever see. Mayweather's not gonna go broke. Nine times soon. He's got the tying record for the most. The best undefeated record, don't he? Yeah, something like that. No, I think he's in the he's in the lead. Um, but he did took that one L when <laughs> fucking going up against Bone Collector last week or two weeks ago. Hell yeah, that nigga fifty and one. That nigga fucking. <laughs> are you gonna be the best defensive fighter in the world, nigga? And, With your footwork, right? Your footwork <laughs> betrays in you like defense, that. <laughs> I mean, in, in his defense, <laughs> in his defense, in his defense, yo, like. He That's, was wearing he was wearing uh, phone posits too though. Well, I would say on top of that, basketball footwork is different than yeah. boxing footwork, yo. Like yeah. there's deception and all that shit in there. That's different. You watching for different shit, but that was funny. Yeah. And it just maybe he shouldn't have gone down that bad. His video almost looked like the uh, the video of that antelope and the lion. If oh, you see, yes. where that nigga was like. Cuckoo! Yeah, and that lion went shit. so far, he's off Duke the fucking awesome. camera. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and yeah, Pacquiao, I'm not Pacquiao. Uh, Mayweather was fucking wearing phone posits. If you've never put on a fucking fair phone posits, those are the heaviest fucking shoes I've ever worn in my life. I, I can never understand why they niggas who do not Nothing. Nothing. They're big, big. It's like wearing Timberlands to hoop. Yeah. I feel like. I would <laughs> never, ever hoop They're definitely the longest lasting shoes you can ever oh, buy. Oh, yeah. But if you try to hoop in them, nah, because they are going to come apart on you because they don't bend. So anything that's glued together is going to rip off at some point. Yeah. Um, also, tear yeah. um, my mouth. In good, uh, <laughs> in good, in good news, uh, that I'm very happy to uh, announce uh, Tim Duncan is going to be the new assistant coach for the Spurs. Yeah, man. Uh, we get to see Big Timmy pause uh, uh, back Ooh, with the Big Timmy. Oh. <laughs> they call me Big Timmy. Ah, big silly. <laughs> uh, but that I think it's going to be super dope. I wonder, um, is he? Uh, what, what I wonder what's gonna happen with the 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 female coach? Is she gonna still be a, another assistant? Um, I mean, you can still have. 
Well, I know you they have, have multiple more, assistants, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about a main assistant. Yeah, though. because I feel like in the hierarchy, I felt like, I thought she was going to be the next in line to succeed after Pop. You know, I don't say this. It's Tim Duncan. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Tim Duncan. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Step the fuck back. It's Tim Duncan, or, or just go somewhere else if you're mad. But it's Tim Duncan, bro. Yeah. Like, depending on what day you ask me, he's arguably my most favorite player like ever outside of Jordan. Yeah, because one great. The Spurs were just great to me because they're the first team that I've seen being older to like show us what teamwork basketball actually does. Oh yeah. Plus, they're the team that knocked out the the uh, the Peyton, uh, 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 Gary Payton, Carl Malone, Shaq, Kobe Lakers. Yeah. After I stopped liking the Lakers, you know, and wouldn't really fucking with the Kobe shit no more, but. Tim Duncan is arguably one of the like calmest, most collective, like fun-spirited basketball players you'll ever see. He don't brag, he's not flashy, and he's literally like a shining example of a Popovich like uh, uh, product. Yeah. Like, and he's possibly the second coming of David Robinson too, in my mind. It was perfect. They won it. Robinson went out, and it was Duncan's time to step up. He did it too. You know, Better like Duncan Robinson, is in my, in my opinion, bro. You can literally argue he was the the best um, for ever. Yeah, <laughs> like you can. Like, that's literally an argument. Like rings, accomplishments, like mm-hmm. and and it's it's it's, it's even more of a um, of a uh, um, of a truth. Uh, just, just in the fact that, like you were saying, he did it in a team-oriented system. Like you still won at at and and got all those accolades, and you know at that time you MVP. played at that type of level, even with the system, the, you know the system that co- uh, that pops is running. You know where you spread the ball, everybody gets to touch it, even the bench is touching the ball very heavy. That's and right, they had shine. a deep ass bench. Oh bench man, too. I'm talking about early Barbosa. And you know Ginobili coming off like oh man it it was it was definitely a, and I you know I'm a Mavericks fan so I had to deal with these motherfuckers like <laughs> oh god like yeah. that's why I hate I always hated Spurs I always hated the Lakers mm-hmm. and I always hated uh, Houston because um, that Texas Triangle was always a bitch I remember when nobody could get past the Texas Triangle like it was like that one year where I I think like. Like nobody won two out of the three where it was like Dallas was cold. It's like when Dallas had like Nash and Finley and Dirt mm-hmm. and um, you know, the Rockets had uh, I think still McGrady at that time it was like an aging McGrady. Uh, but they had just got like uh Yao and um some you, you know talking about right when they changed their jerseys. Bingo. Yeah, yeah, to them red to with the red, stupid yeah. Stupid little fucking the little half circle around whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also <laughs> that's when they changed it from the world with the rocket why would you do that because you know they're trying to move from the 90s they're trying to move on from Steve to Francis new... that's what it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to move on from his cokehead ass right? they was like this nigga fucked us over let's change the jerseys like shit <laughs> like how when Kobe went from the 8 to the 24 she's like uh, it's such a rapey number now let's go to 24 <laughs> uh, but um, yeah I feel like uh, yeah he, he, he you can deserves it yeah, he you definitely deserve it, especially with that type of. Uh, this uh, is like if Ray Allen said he wanted to be assistant coach for the Bucks. Yeah. It don't matter who's there, yeah. move the fuck over and let this nigga do that shit. Because <laughs> it, it's it's a, and people, um, especially the players, they complain about this all the time. You know, uh, just trying to have people that 
uh, never played the game at a high level, try to tell you about the game. Granted, I know that there are a lot of people that are able to do that. There are a bunch of great coaches and shit like that. But at the same time. You end up with a Luke Walton, LeBron James situation. Which I was just about to say, Frank Vogel is not going to be there by the end of the year. I I was literally leading up to that shit. (laughs) Frank Vogel, with that being said, Frank Vogel will, I get, put it in the books. By the time um, the playoffs start, Frank Vogel will not be the coach of the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. You know, I know why? Because they're going to start off really fucking rocky. Yeah. Hell yeah. And they're going to blame the coach. They, and, and you already know how yeah, passive-aggressive LeBron is going to be. Kobe, nah. No, I, I feel like Jason Kidd is there because, uh, one, you can't uh, – it's hard to introduce a coach that ha- has been out of the league for, you know, those amount of years. Uh, I, I know it hasn't been that long. I know it's been like maybe two – Two, two going on three years, but uh, when when he coached the Bucks, so I feel like they're setting Jason Kidd up for that position and shit. And Frank Vogel is just the uh, intermediate guy. They want to see how he does, uh, but when when you're fucking Jason Kidd, it's it's really hard to to. I'm sorry, when you're fucking Frank Vogel, it's hard to tell fucking LeBron James. Uh, how to, to how to, yeah, how to fucking play basketball, and you and he knows that the fucking assistant coach is a fucking NBA champion, just like how he is and shit like that. Yep. Like and we see how he be, he's just going to finagle some shit. You did not to mention um, <laughs> he gonna finagle your job right out of there. <laughs> I think LeBron has a thing with with people that beat him. Like um, you you know you 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 give the okay on Tyson Chandler, Rajon Rondo, uh, Javel McGee, Jason Kidd. All four of these motherfuckers have beat you in the finals. Some way, shape, or form. He, Jason Kidd beat him with Dallas. Uh, JaVale McGee beat him with the Warriors. But, you know, it, go, it goes on and on. So it's like, you know. he has so you think he's collecting pieces from teams to beat him? Yes. That's exactly what happened. Hmm. Think about it. Like, like his, his Rajon, he beat him with the Celtics. Like everybody on his team is basically beatable. <laughs> so I guess you could say it's kind of like if you can't beat them, join them, and that—that's a whole nother uh, ordeal. Um, mm. But for right now, we are gonna get into the shout out. Word. So shout out Sweezo with Sweezo Land, all of the great acts that performed, including JD the Junior, who literally sweat his. Well, he didn't literally sweat his ass off. He literally sweat like a motherfucker, which. I guess people that fuck your mother sweat. I don't know. He sweat a lot. That nigga put his all on that fucking stage and then had a whole nother show after. You know? So shout out all that shit. But I'm going to leave it just. I don't miss them days. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm doing slow music and shit now. My, my knees can't take that, all that jumping around on stage and shit now. It wasn't even jumping around. It was a 100 degree day. Oh, yeah. They did not have their. Smith Public Trust did not have their AC on like they should have. Uh, Ran out the whole space and they barely turned their AC on. That's fucked up, especially when it's 100 degrees outside. You know, you got people p- fucking performing. Yo, did you ever come to my birthday party I had uh, one year at this place called uh, NYNY? Did I go to your birthday for that? Because I had my birthday there, too. Uh, but, but remember that top level of that bitch where, and uh, oh my, talk about sweat. Oh, shit. But sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Asians throw a lot of parties over that motherfucker. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, last shout out, though. Shout out my homie GQ. You know, uh, this is a message for you two niggas since I know you're listening to this shit. Uh, had a project supposed to come out on July 20th. As uh, things can happen, artists will hit hiccups and shit like that when they try to go through different like little platforms and all that. And he hit a hiccup. So long story short, the new date for Juice is July 31st. Y'all go check out little homie GQ. 
Um, I be reposting them all the time, so don't fucking ask me for a shit. Look at my shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but outside of that, man, yo, shout out everybody, shout out the fans. Just like we said earlier, anniversary episode, yo. Like, yeah, yeah, man, it's dope. Uh, we really, um, uh, this year has definitely been trying. Uh, we definitely like, mm-hmm. like, you know, what I'm saying, um, it's, it's, it's. I, I'm very, I'm very happy uh with what we're doing you know i feel like you know uh our fan base as small as it is it is very a very personal personal fan base and uh i would take that over anything else nowadays you know what i'm saying just uh having uh the people who genuinely fuck with us who you know are gonna listen and, and shit like that i i just i can't tell you guys how much i really appreciate you guys like um you are the reason why we do this other than you know this is also self-therapeutic as well uh you know we get to you know link up twice a week and talk that shit you know what i'm saying uh, um uh some of the some of the some of the best moments uh i feel like come from our disagreements because like you get you get so much of a um just a wider array yeah just a wider array of how we think and um, you know, I know we agree with each other like 99% of the time, but sometimes, man, hey, them one times we be some of the best content I feel like sometimes that we have. But uh, with that being said, man, we love you guys. Thank you so much for your support. This has been episode 81 of Chill Time, the podcast, the first year uh, anniversary. And um, we love you guys, man. We out. Peace. Peace.